Let's get real nerdy and talk about metacognition. Welcome back to the Anxious Therapist Podcast. My name is Jacqueline and I am your host. I'm a licensed therapist and life coach, and I'm here to remind you that you are never alone. In the most basic terms, metacognition is our ability to think about thinking. The fact that we can think about our thought processes and we're aware that we have thoughts and have the ability to reflect on our thought patterns and the processes. And like right now, you could think about brownies and you are having, you know, a visual of a brownie in your brain, and then you're thinking about thinking, right? That's metacognition. And we all have varying degrees of this ability. Um, To what extent can you have that insight and awareness of your thought processes? A lot of people You know, we go on autopilot for certain parts of our day or good chunks of our lives and we just go through the motions and other people are very introspective and self-reflective, thinking about thoughts that may not serve them, thoughts that are unhelpful and the power of our thinking on our overall life satisfaction, our relationships, our dreams and desires, right? And so today I want to chat about this topic because that it is a spectrum and it's an ability, but if you are able to hone it and strengthen this skill, you can have better control over your mood, your ability to regulate your emotions, and in turn, achieve more of your goals, improve your relationships, and so on. So today, I want to give you a real-life example of a situation that I just used, um, uh, something that I experienced with my husband and how it played out. I'm going to give you all the juicy, juicy details and then explain to you how I was able to use metacognition to overcome an obstacle in my relationship. So I feel like I first need to set the scene a little bit. So um, we had just gotten the boys to sleep. I was in the kitchen cleaning up and my husband, Derek, came downstairs and started making his pre-workout to get ready to go to the gym. This is our um, everyday routine. You know, he goes to the gym every other day. So this is not uncommon. I was just cleaning up the last bit of our dinner and getting ready to enjoy my solo evening, which I, I just love my time to myself. And he's getting ready to go do what he needs to do and get a good workout in at the gym. And I was in my head. I was just like run down. I have a toddler who is running me ragged these days. He's got big emotions and we're still learning how to help him best regulate and he has been a little bit sick so he doesn't really seem like himself and 
right? Uh, just a lot of factors. So by the end of the day, you know, you're just donezo. And so I'm in my head. I'm thinking about my toddler. I'm worried about him. Um, our nanny just started, which I promise sounds more bougie than it is. I am so grateful to have her help. I just feel really gross talking about having that level of help because I am a stay-at-home mom, but I also have a podcast and I work two careers and you know it just it just feels like a lot but I know you guys understand where I'm coming from and you're not judging me I just feel gross talking about it so anyway um you know she just started with us and there's just a lot going on in my brain and you know Derek's saying like okay well I'm gonna get going like have a good night and I'm like okay bye and we just weren't connecting right and he noticed and so he sat down and he said what's going on? How come you can't even like stop unloading the dishwasher for a second to talk to me? And so I laid it all out for him. I was like, here's what's in my brain and told him what I was stressed out about. And at the end of me saying it, he made a face that made me assume he was going to be not combative, but that he was going to like be invalidating right he was going to try to like fix what I was venting about rather than just say wow I hear you like that's a lot and I didn't have space to like argue with him or try to defend how I was feeling or whatever and so I made the assumption that he was going to do that and I said to him right before he could even say anything I was like please don't I I don't I can't hear you argue with me about this and he's like I wasn't going to I was going to tell you like I don't really have the mental capacity to help you with this right now and to like hold space for you. And I immediately shut down and kind of got tearful and just went back to emptying the dishwasher. He went on to say like, this is what we've been working on is like setting boundaries with each other. Like, I don't understand what just happened. I was just trying to tell you that I don't have space for this. And I immediately like snapped at him and I was like, you just let me go on for like five minutes about all of this stress and stuff. You need to tell me beforehand if you don't have space, like then I wouldn't have dumped on you. I was sitting here emptying the dishwasher, trying to keep to myself and be regulated on my own when you pushed me to open up about what was wrong and I did. And then you tell me you don't have space for it, right? So we're having this like back and forth moment and he's like, uh, okay, but you, you're the one who said we need to have boundaries because I do this to him all the time. He'll be like, you know, come upstairs from working. Um, and he'll be like, oh my gosh, this and this and this happened. And he'll just start dumping on me without checking in to see if I have the space. And so I've been working on telling him like, Hey, I hear you that, you know, you might be stressed at work right now. I am also not in a space to support you through this. Um, right. So we're just trying to have those like better emotional boundaries in the heat of the moment with each other. So that's something we've been working on. But in that moment, I was frustrated because he didn't tell me until after I had already dumped on him that he didn't have space. And so then I'm like, okay, now I'm feeling really vulnerable and exposed. So then I shut down and I just go back to tidying up the kitchen and I, finally turn around and look at him and I said can you just leave like he's sitting at our kitchen counter with his pre-workout in his cup ready to drive to the gym and I'm like can you just go like I don't know why you're still sitting here 
when you don't have space for this? And he's like, no, I'm not leaving when we're like this in a little bit of a heated banter. And this continued for a few minutes. And finally, I just used metacognition. I was like, what is going on? What are my thoughts? What process is happening right now? Because this is a very common example of conflict in our relationship where I feel like my emotional needs are not being met. I just dumped on you and then you did not like reciprocate with any support or validation. Instead, you set a different boundary and now I feel alone and regretful and I feel remorseful for dumping on you, but I didn't know you had the space, right? So I'm I'm thinking about my thinking. I'm thinking about like why is this a problem for me? And I sat there and I I was reflecting in my own head and he's still just in his head sitting at the kitchen counter and I'm like, okay, what is really going on with me right now? Because clearly something that happened was triggering for me. So I turned around and I looked at him and I said, this is me just being stressed. This doesn't have anything to do with you we're good. I'm sorry that I dumped on you when I didn't know you had space for it. I feel like that could have been communicated better, but I understand that you didn't want to leave to the gym without knowing like if we were good because he was personalizing my being quiet and tidying up the kitchen as he was leaving the house, right? So that's why he pushed me to be like, are you okay? What's going on? Leading to me dumping all over him. And so I'm like, I'm not trying to start something with you. I, this does not need to be a thing. It was a misunderstanding. I got myself in my feelings, right? Because then I start, you start telling yourself these stories of like, he doesn't care. He's not bothered. I'm lonely. I feel unheard, right? You start just saying all these things that are not true and they are not helpful, but metacognition kicks in and allows us to think about those thoughts. It allows us to analyze them, to be introspective, notice these patterns, right? And so that is where I had to get honest with myself and say, I'm being a martyr. I am putting myself in this like victim role where he's quote unquote, making me feel some type of way. Um, and I don't want to be that person. I've, I've spent a lot of our relationship being a martyr, like trying to make sure that he knows when I'm upset or bothered or he's not meeting my needs. And that like puts a huge pressure on your significant other. Right. And so I had to own it and say, I'm sorry. I, I got upset and I got frustrated and like, y'all, this was not like a heated knockdown drag out or anything. This was like very civil, very um calm, well well regulated, but it did like it felt very big in the moment. And then I looked at him and we've been working through some things just adjusting to parent parenthood of two children under two and you know like it's just it's been a lot and so we've been working on a lot of stuff behind closed doors and things have been going 
amazing. And so this felt like a minor speed bump that could derail some of the progress that we'd been making. And we both agreed, like he came over and hugged me and we're like, it's not that deep. Let's not let this derail all the work that we've put in because that's kind of how we roll. We both get in our heads and then we stew and we let it fester until it carries over into the next day. And then it's another thing on top of that, which carries over into the day after that. And then until there's like some big blow up and we're working really hard on not doing that. And so we were able to mend it in the moment and work past it but we would not be able to do that without metacognition and like effective metacognition like I have to be able to acknowledge these patterns of thinking that do not serve me and do not serve our marriage right because when I get defensive and I'm upset I felt guilty that was the root of the emotion right I felt guilty that I dumped on him when he didn't have the space to So then I shut down and I was frustrated and it came off as anger. It came off as an F you because he set a boundary. And literally as he was leaving out the door, he's like, aren't you glad you're teaching me all this mental health stuff? And I'm like, yeah, it's biting me in the ass because I've been teaching him how to set boundaries. And then he uses it on me. What the fuck is that? You know what I'm saying? So, no, I love that for him, actually. It's really amazing. But when you can think about what's going on in your brain and the thoughts that you're having, and you can get really honest with yourself about whether or not those thoughts are true and accurate, like, I just don't really know if everyone is grasping the fact that Not all of your thoughts are true and helpful because you go down this rabbit hole with your thoughts and it feels so true, whether it's with your spouse or a friend or a parent, you start thinking yourself through something. They did something that you didn't like and you start telling yourself they did it on purpose. They always do this. This is just how they are, right? Um, when, you, when you're doing that, it's not productive or effective. And so I want you to really get honest with yourself. Like in this moment here and now, you have the ability to think about your thoughts. Are you using that skill well? Or are you being dishonest with yourself and blaming other people and believing whatever thought pops up in your head? Because I had lots of thoughts tonight in that short period of that conversation with my husband that he's wrong, this is not helpful, he set me up to fail in this situation, Um, I can't do anything right, blah, 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 on and on and on. And I could have just chased that rabbit hole for days, held it against him, been resentful. But I had to realize that it is my job to also respect his boundaries. And looking back now, it's been a couple hours since that happened. I'm so proud of him. 
He sat there and listened. And then he said, I don't have the space to process this with you right now. And I think those were his exact words. And that looking back makes me so proud of him to not feel like he had to step up and put his feelings to the side and his own stress to the side and try to like help me work through it and instead advocate for what he needed because really in effective relationships that's what we want right is that level of honesty and trust and that's what he was doing I'm just not used to it so my thoughts started to get a little away from me and it's my job to rein them back in The skill to think about our thoughts is kind of a blessing and a curse. Like we don't get to just go through life in complete oblivion, right? We have a job and (laughs) an obligation to check ourselves, but we're not doing it as effectively as we could be. And it's a skill that needs to be harnessed. It takes a lot of practice and it takes a lot of patience Because once you start paying attention to your thoughts, you will realize how often they are inaccurate and untrue. Your brain does not know the difference between the truth and a lie. It doesn't understand what's helpful and what's not subconsciously. You have to direct it. You have to keep it in line. So... If you want to harness your metacognition and be more effective with your thinking patterns, you simply have to start becoming more aware of your thoughts. In moments of daily routine, right? Practice grounding yourself. Um, Everyone knows, if you follow me on Instagram, that I'm doing cold water exposure every day. And I'm up to 90 seconds. I just do it at the end of my shower. But twice now, I have gotten out of the shower and forgotten to do it. And I'd say I've been doing it for probably six to eight weeks. So it's like pretty solid habit at this point, right? But twice still, I have gotten to the end of my shower, gotten out, started doing my like skincare, and went, oh crap, I forgot to do it. Even though... Every time I'm in the shower, at some point during the shower, I think about, oh, I got to do that at the end, right? Because I just do my normal shower and then I do 90 seconds of cold water, as cold as, as, cold as it will go um, before I get out. And that is because I'm not grounded. I forget because I go on, back on autopilot and it's like wash the face, rinse the hair, get out. And then I'm out and then it's like, oh shit, I forgot, right? So practice just paying more attention to your thoughts, even in just some of those mundane, routine, everyday tasks. Then you can start using metacognition in high stress moments, in conflict with another person and start getting to know your thought patterns on a more intimate level. It's very interesting what feels true and real but is an old trigger or um, 
a, a struggle that you used to have or like I I think I adopted being a martyr a lot in my relationship with my husband because of the way that I had to behave in order to get my needs met as a child and so that kind of carried over but that's not productive it's not effective it makes me feel like crap it doesn't help me get my needs met and so it's a behavior that I need to move away from but if I'm not being mindful of my thoughts and my thinking patterns that behavior will just continue because that's what my brain is used to and so if you want to practice this skill, start small with everyday routines and behaviors and work up to being more mindful of your thought patterns in moments of stress or struggle. There's that old quote that always says, like, control your thoughts, control your life. And I never really bought into it, right? Because there are so many life circumstances and situations and traumas and things that happen to us that it's like that can't like that doesn't fit for me I've been through too much shit I can't just control my thoughts and then I'll control my life well I'm I'm now believing it as I'm learning more about my thinking patterns and how to control the way that I think and question the validity and effectiveness of my thoughts while doing that I've been able to realize that dang that really does control my happiness it does control my life because I'm seeing it happen in my marriage as we are working on things behind closed doors and working to be better communicators and support one each one another more effectively and love each other the way that we need to be loved, I'm finding out just how much my thoughts have been negatively contributing to our relationship. So I'm living it out right now. I'm buying into this narrative that if I can control my thoughts, I can control my life. And I'm curious to see if you're going to start feeling the same way as you dig into the world of metacognition. As always, I hope you love this episode. It means the world to me that you would take this time out of your day to connect with me here in this space. I love the community that we've built and it is all thanks to you. I can't wait to see you in the next episode.